0: Hi, friend, and welcome to the Brand Strategy Podcast, a show created to equip you with the inspiration, encouragement, and clarity you need to build a brand of your dreams. I'm your host, Bonnie Bakhtiari, brand designer, strategist, and founder of The Illume Retreat. From sustainable strategy to heartfelt encouragement, each episode is designed to equip you with the tools you need to chase after your dreams. Because you deserve a brand that empowers you to do what you love, connects with your dream clients and offers a deep sense of fulfillment along the way. So grab a cup of coffee and join me on this journey, won't you? Hey friends, welcome back to the Brand Strategy Podcast, where today we are talking about dealing with rejection in your design business. Whether you are just getting started in your design career or you are a total pro, and you've been in business for years, we've all experienced rejection at one point or another. And rejection can look different. Sometimes it looks like a lead not booking you, a sales call not converting. Sometimes it looks like a client not liking the design that you spent so much time creating. And regardless of what the situation is, rejection can sting, right? And That's normal. This is a very common human experience, but in the design industry, over the decade that I have been in this industry, I've seen over and over again how often we as graphic brand web designers are constantly putting ourselves out there. And I would actually say that this applies to anyone in an artistic field. You're creating, you are calling on your inspiration to bring your work into the world. You're taking a client's vision, their ideas, their goals, and you're translating it essentially into a visual representation. And the medium might look different, but the process can have quite a few things in common. And we're constantly putting ourselves out there. And so as as a result, it's really easy for us to experience rejection, but it's also really easy for us to experience acceptance and for our clients to celebrate and love and respect what we've done. But I know that isn't always the case. And so today I want to share a little bit about how we can really reframe our relationship with rejection in a way where It's not something that we fear so much. It's not something that we're running from. It's not something that's causing us, you know, to an extent, a certain amount of discomfort or pain or even suffering in some instances. And of course, what I shared today, it's not a quick fix. It's not a one size fits all solution. It's simply coming from my lived experience and the experience of, of coaching hundreds and hundreds of designers from all over the world in the past 10 years. And so I want to encourage you and share this as a reminder to take what resonates and to leave the rest. Ultimately, you know yourself, you know your business, you know your situation better than anybody. And so don't forget that you can trust yourself to take in what advice resonates and to leave anything that does not resonate aside it might not be anything that you ever choose to revisit, but it's something that you have that clarity in here and now to know what serves you and what's not serving you. So with that being said, let's start diving deeper into this topic today. First up, whenever you are in a situation with a client where they are projecting, really that's what's happening. They are saying thanks but no thanks to whatever it is you're putting out there, whether it's the logo presentation that you created. Maybe it's the website demo that you built out. Maybe it's your offer, right? You're on a sales call or discovery call, and they're saying, ooh, I don't know. I'm I'm not, not interested in signing up for that. Thanks, but no thanks, right? It's very uncomfortable. And one of the reasons why it's so uncomfortable is because we, as artists, as creatives, as designers, we often take it personally. So when a client is telling us, no thanks, I don't like this, what we're hearing on kind of a subconscious level is, no thanks, I don't like you. And that hurts. That is a very common response to that kind of scenario because we want to be accepted. If we look at how acceptance has played a role in mankind's history over centuries and centuries and centuries It has been an integral part of survival. And so there's a part of us that wants to continue to be accepted, to fit in, to be liked, not just because it pleases our ego, but because on some level it makes us feel safe. But the thing is, when you're working with a client, they have hired you. To be the expert who is providing them a specific service. So when they're actually saying, I don't like this design or this mock-up that you created, this presentation that you shared, uh, it's not for me. What they're actually saying has nothing to do with you. So what we need to do is we need to focus on not taking it so personally. What I like to do in this situation is remind myself, and actually, I'll be completely honest, this is kind of like a muscle almost that I've had to condition. I've had to like work it out and get it to this point where it's something that I can kind of activate in a somewhat second nature kind of thing. But really what it is, is it's encouraging to think that, okay, I have the control over what I'm experiencing to shape how my thoughts are coming up and my thoughts will then create the reality of what i'm experiencing so on my end in the past whenever i i got that feedback that no one wants to get as a designer from a client i'd hear you know, thanks so much for sending this over, but I just don't love it. Or I would spend 30 minutes on a consult call with a potential client, send over the proposal only to get, thanks, but we're going in a different direction. Instead of letting that sting, instead of letting that be something that makes me tell myself a story subconsciously about, oh, I wasn't good enough or, oh, I'm not talented enough or, you know, kind of all those negative thoughts that can come to mind. I look at that and I say, huh, interesting. I did not see that going that way. And so what I'm doing is I'm acknowledging, hmm, that situation did not meet my expectations, but it's okay, that's how life goes. Sometimes it works out in your favor, Sometimes it doesn't, but what I'm choosing to do is I'm choosing to look at how I'm going to respond to that situation. My reaction years ago used to be to take it personally, to get all up in my feelings about this and to like make it mean something about myself, which was not healthy and wasn't helping me actually. So what I started doing is I started looking at these situations as they would arise and I would say, okay, so that didn't go the way that I wanted it to. What am I making this mean about me? And I started to say, I'm not making this mean anything about me. That's all about them. I did my best. I did what was within my control and I put it out into the world and they responded in the way that they wanted to. And I can't control that. And I think there's something really powerful about the the roles of responsibility and the concepts of acceptance. And that this actually reminds me of this concept that my therapist has shared with me in the past. It's this, this concept of radical acceptance. And basically what it is, is that, you know, you take responsibility for what you can control, but you have to remind yourself that you're not responsible for how people respond to you. You're not responsible for other people's emotions or their thoughts or their actions. You are only responsible for yourself. And that, especially for any recovering people-pleasers out there, That can be a really powerful mindset shift to experience, where you realize that the goal is not to make every single client out there happy 100% of the time. The goal is to do work that you're proud of, to communicate it in a way that you're proud of, and to show up with that spirit of excellence time and time again. And the majority of the time, your clients are going to come back and it's going to be overwhelmingly positive feedback. But occasionally... Right, It's not, and that's okay because we are not taking it personally. And that kind of leads me to the next thought that I want to share with you around this. One of the reasons why we often take rejection in our businesses so personally is because we're tying our self-worth into our professional performance. And so what I encourage you to do is to begin to kind of practice this exercise of removing Your self worth, how you view yourself from how your business performs, what kind of work you do, how much money you make, what kind of sales you're generating, how many Instagram or TikTok followers you have, you know, anything like that. And our society really, really celebrates professional success. We live in a society that really does not encourage us to separate our self worth from our professional performance. But I believe that that's damaging to us I believe that as humans we need to remember that we were not put on this earth to be cogs in and the machine of a business we were not meant to be these people that were constantly creating and working and doing we were placed on this planet at this point in time to be human beings to be to exist and the beauty in that is that as a human being your worth, is not tied to what you do. Your worth is just yours innately. It's, it's yours regardless of how you're perceived or what you do or how other people view you. It's yours and no one can take it away from you. So when we start to tie our perception of self-worth to our professional performance, that is when things get to be I don't wanna to say toxic, but it's certainly not healthy, right? It's not something that makes you feel good about yourself because then what happens, the client comes back and says, hey, thanks for sending this over, but I, you know, it's just not resonating with me well, if you're telling yourself this story that like when someone rejects my work, they're rejecting me and that means that I'm not a good designer. That means that I'm a bad business owner. That means that I don't know what I'm doing and I'm an imposter and they're just about to find me out. Oh my gosh, the panic, the anxiety, the distress, the negative emotions that come up when we experience that, right? It's so heavy and it doesn't have to be that way. It's important to remind yourself that Regardless of how a client responds, the only thing they're commenting on is your professional performance. But what they're not commenting on is your personal self-worth. They're not commenting on who you are or how valuable you are or anything like that. They're just commenting on this product that you've put in front of them, this design, this concept. And that is a really freeing thought for us that kind of puts it into a new level of perspective so you know we don't want to take it personally and we certainly don't want to tie our self-worth in with how we are doing professionally because those are actually two completely independent concepts your business and who you are as the human who owns your business not the same. We like to think that they are the same, but mm, no, those are two separate things. So I I really encourage you to to start to give yourself that perspective. And speaking of perspective, if we look at what it is exactly that that clients are pushing back on whenever we're experiencing rejection and even potential clients. So let's say this is a a lead who is not going to end up booking you. What they're actually saying no to, what they're actually turning down is not you, even though it feels like it, but what they're actually saying no to is your offer, is the design that you created, is the solution that you presented to them. They are saying no to the solution that you presented to them because they either didn't understand it, it did not offer the solution that they were actually looking for. It is not accessible, whether it is from a time standpoint or a financial standpoint, right? Let's normalize things not working for folks' budgets. That's okay. That's normal. And, you know, let's think about also how our ability to communicate As entrepreneurs, as business owners, that's a crucial, crucial aspect in our ability to actually see the kind of growth that we want to see in our businesses. So when you're chatting to a potential lead and they say, "Mm, thanks so much for your time today, but I'm actually going to go in a different direction, there's a really great chance there that what was happening there is that the way that you communicated your offer, your services, how your work adds value to that person's life or their business, it just didn't resonate and that's okay. It's also entirely possible that that person just wasn't a good fit, and and that's totally normal as well. I think it's important to to respect when either person gets that feeling of, "Mm, I don't know if we're a good fit, right? Because we always want for people to be working with service providers who are a good fit for them and who are going to help them experience the kind of growth that they're looking for, in a way that really serves them well. And it's the same for you as the service provider, as the designer, you wanna work with clients who are excited to work with you. And you wanna be able to experience that kind of magic when the two of you really are able to connect over the project's goals and the vision and the mission that you're working on together. So when people are saying no to your work, it's all about your offer. It's it's about whether or not they found your offer compelling, attractive, whether or not they saw the value in it. And it's not that they are saying, you know, you're not you're not worth my investment as a business owner or you don't know what you're doing or anything like that, right? It's all about it's all about the offer. And with that being said, no matter what kind of Situations you're looking at. You know, today we've been talking a lot about what it looks like when a client is pushing back or rejecting work that you've done, or when a client, uh, uh, almost client, a lead, is choosing not to move forward with you. But like whatever scenario you're experiencing, we could experience rejection in so many different ways. It could be a project that you're pitching to someone. It could be a opportunity that you're going out for, like a podcast uh, guest spot, or you're applying to speak at a summit or a conference or a workshop, or you're wanting to collaborate with a fellow entrepreneur. I mean, like... the. The list could go on and on and on. There's so many different ways where we can experience rejection in our businesses. And I'm going to be honest, that's not something that goes away. I'm going on 11 years into this journey of owning this business. And in in those almost 11 years, I've owned multiple businesses and I'm still experiencing rejection. It's just they look different and you learn how to deal with it because you can trust yourself. I want you to remember that no matter what kind of you know situation you're experiencing, where you're going to come up against that kind of rejection, you can figure this out. I know that you're tuning in today because you know you're wanting to to hear what I have to say about this, but I want to kind of put it back to you and and remind you and encourage you and affirm you that you've gotten yourself this far. So. You obviously are doing something right. You've gotten yourself this far and things are, you know, for the most part, working out time and time again for you. That tells me that you make good business decisions. That tells me that you are safe with yourself, that you make wise decisions that serve you well and that serve your business well. So then that tells me that you can figure out whatever situation you're in. If you're getting pushback, And I'll say, if you're getting respectful pushback from a client or a lead, you can figure out how you want to move forward with that. And at the end of the day, you can decide what you want to make this experience mean. Is this an opportunity to grow? Or is this an opportunity to tell yourself some really negative story about your performance as a designer? And I would definitely recommend focusing on how any rejection you can experience can be an opportunity for you to learn and to grow. Not to say that it doesn't hurt, right? Especially if it's something that you really wanted, if it's a project you really wanted to book, or if it was a design that you presented that you were so proud of and you absolutely loved it. It's painful sometimes to have a client or a potential client turn you down and say, you know, no, thank you, that's not for me. So I don't want to neglect or gloss over the emotional component of it, right? We're humans, we're not machines, and so we deserve to feel our feelings. But we also, as we're feeling our feelings, get to decide what we want to make that experience mean. Personally, I like to make every rejection that I experience mean that I'm constantly learning and growing, and that's a win. So even if it didn't work out the way that I thought it would, it's gonna work out even better in the long run. I kind of have this, this sort of mantra, this kind of like vision that I've been casting for myself in recent months. And it's something that like I say so much that my husband and I, like we even just kind of almost joke about it. And it's, it's that it's gonna be this or something better. Like I'm, I'm going after this opportunity And if it's not that, it's going to be something better. Those are the only options for me. I'm not settling for anything less. This is what I want. And if it's not that, it's going to be something better. And so whenever I encounter rejection, that applies. I'm saying I'm going after this or I'm presenting this. And if it doesn't work out, I know that something better is coming my way. And so it's not really a loss. It didn't work out, remember, like I said earlier, okay, that didn't go the way that I thought it would, but that's not necessarily a bad thing, that's just a part of life. And so I'm choosing to make this experience mean that I'm learning, I'm growing, and my something better is on the way, what I'm not doing. I am not making it mean that I'm a failure, I'm a bad designer, I'm horrible with my clients. I'm not making it mean anything about me. I'm 100% putting the focus back on my professional performance because if we remember, that is what your client or your lead is is critiquing, is looking at. They're looking at your offer. They're looking at your design. They're looking at the work that you're putting in front of them, the solution that you're presenting to them, right? It's not about you. We're not taking it personally. Instead, we're keeping that perspective and that perspective will serve us well. I hope that today's episode has given you some food for thought. It's encouraging you and it's helping you to start to reshape how you're viewing rejection in your business. A couple of months ago, I actually talked about failure. And uh, here on the podcast, I talked about how to reshape your relationship with failure. And I feel like rejection and failure are actually two concepts that kind of go hand in hand. So if that's something that piques your curiosity, just scroll back um, into the archives and check out that episode of the podcast as well. And as we've been going through everything that I've been sharing today, if you have been thinking, you know what? What you're sharing is really resonating with me, Bonnie. I I love how you're focusing on reshaping mindset, how you're reshaping relationships with often uncomfortable experiences. This is the kind of messaging. This is the kind of encouragement. This is the kind of education that I need more of in my life then I want to encourage you to check out my community of like-minded designers who are going to support you every single step of the way as you grow your design business with intention. And that's inside my signature program, the Brand Strategy School. When you join the Brand Strategy School, you gain lifetime access to not only my signature done-for-you brand strategy process that you can leverage to generate 10K months and beyond, but you also gain access to this incredibly diverse group of graphic brand and web designers from all over the world inside our private community where we are constantly showing up for each other, cheering each other on, helping one another learn and grow. And we're helping each other deal with experiences like rejection. And we're encouraging each other to look at them as opportunities to grow and opportunities to move forward with more knowledge and more empowerment and more opportunities available to us in the future. And it's just one of my favorite places on the internet, and I would love for you to be a part of it. So if that is something that you'd like to check out and learn more about, you can just go to theistforbonnydesign.com slash brand-strategy-school. And of course, as always, in the show notes for today's episode, we're going to have a recap of these talking points. We're going to have that quick link so you can pop on over and check out the brand strategy school and join us today. And of course, there also will be a full transcript of today's episode available. Friend, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you're walking away tuning in putting down your phone changing I don't know wherever you are however you are moving forward from today's episode I hope that you are left with thoughts that encourage you you are left with advice that is going to serve you well and point you in a direction that honors how you're defining success and I hope to see you inside the brand strategy school so soon as always I'm cheering you on from Waco Thank you so much for joining me today, friend. Before you go, I would be so grateful to receive your feedback on the Brand Strategy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general has helped you grow your brand, I'd really appreciate it if you left us a review in iTunes. Your positive reviews enable the Brand Strategy Podcast to continue to grow and reach like-minded creatives just like you. Thank you for all your support and encouragement as together we pursue building brands with purpose and intention. Until next time, I'm cheering you on from Waco.